there are a lot of fucking fat people. Like I was at Disneyland just looking at, no, I was just looking around. I was like, dude, it, it just like grossed me out when you like, when I would just sit there and look, I'm like, dude, everyone is fucking obese. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours. It, it made for an interesting trip. Let's just say, say at least that was, I was calculating bathrooms and all kinds of stuff, you know, and, and locating them. And I had them down, memorized around Disneyland. Uh, so, <laughs> Dad, where are we going next? Well, in 400 steps, there's another bathroom. We're gonna hit that. And oh then we'll my hit- gosh, they, they were getting annoyed. They just had to stand there. I was like, just wait right there, because they, you know, I was just like, they, they're like, Dad, again? Oh my! Oh, that's uh, awesome. Was, yeah, that was good. What good uh, times? How, how are the lines? What I mean, was it? Did you, so did you guys have to wait for, a bunch, or I paid for the genie or the 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 fast pass, whatever. You only get to use it one time per ride, but there was enough rides. I mean, it was it was all right. I didn't get we didn't get to go on a couple of them. The one of the Star Wars rides, the Rise of the Resistance, we didn't get to go on because every time uh, it was like freaking seventy five minutes or hour or one hundred forty minutes. Like it was just crazy, stupid, yeah. stupid long. I'm like, I'm not gonna wait there. And then it was like, oh hey, yeah, you paid for the Genie Pass, but if you want to get on this ride, uh, you could pay an extra twenty three dollars per person to. to like they had even a premium on the premium. Like I was just like, yeah, yeah they had no, the it's, 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 ultimate yeah. upsell. Exactly. I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay sixty bucks just to for us to, uh, you know, go on the ride one time. What um, what is a what is the price of entry like for one day? Just out of curiosity. Uh, shit. It was what was it? it was about. Well, no. So I got we got two day ticket two. So and I think it was about two something per person so you know you figure it's about a hundred and i think it's like 150 125 150 okay per person per day per person per day yeah that's i mean that's expensive but no it's not yeah it's not crazy i mean it's not crazy what they probably could because it was still freaking and and it's funny even i was like debating on like oh should i even get the genie pass there gonna be too many people using it you would believe it because i mean because i did it through costco yeah so and it was only thirty dollars per person for both days to to do it. And I was like, okay, ninety bucks. And uh, so many people didn't do it, right? Like you're just, I'm like, ninety bucks. And it was literally like the most we waited on going through those was like ten minutes versus the lines like an hour wait or you ten yeah. minutes because you pay the extra thirty bucks for two days. So it's like, dang it. to me, it's like that that was worth it to spend the uh, the money to to go yeah, on for an extra six ro- yeah. 15 yeah, not, yeah 15 bucks a day per person it's not horrible to to literally be able to go on five or six rides in four hours you know what i mean like granted because you had to walk you know it's most of the time was is wasn't waiting in line i was just having to walk in between you know because they're spread right. out so it was i mean for me it was yeah it was worth it we got to go on all these extra rides um so it was cool that's pretty legit man it uh that's awesome yeah it was a good time well, it's, I mean, it's nothing like dragging your house through uh, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. It, uh, hey, Matt. We went to, uh, we went to Jellystone. Jellystone. Have you ever, have you ever seen, uh, like, uh, fuck, uh, like Yogi, not, is it Yogi the Bear? What is the, uh, oh, the Bubba. Yeah. yeah uh, yeah, steals I mean, picnic baskets. Yeah. Yeah, so like it was like a that it was that theme at this RV park, which 
had like fucking water park and you know had a bunch of activities. I felt like I was at fat camp to be honest with you. That's what it. Okay. Do you remember the movie Heavyweights? No, I don't think I ever seen that. One. You've never seen Heavyweights? Oh my gosh, greatest one of the greatest movies ever. Where like the kids, it has like Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck. Who's the fucking uh what is, the Meet the Falkers main guy? What is his name? Oh, uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, so Ben Stiller's in it, and they like Ben Stiller like takes over this fat camp and like makes it like legit, like actually like makes it evil. And it anyway, dude, it was exactly like that. It's on the lake. It was I don't know. You got to watch that movie. It's and and you'll know exactly. You're like, oh, that's where JC stayed. <laughs> but um, that's pretty cool though, man. It uh, fucking Disneyland. It that's what we want to do um, when we're in California when we. I want to take I want to take my son down to Disneyland. He's never he's yeah. never been to it. I, I don't know I don't know if he's tall enough. That's the only thing that I was worried about. I mean, there's no there's enough there's enough rides that don't have uh, height limits on it that he'll be able to go on. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously not going to get to go on like all all the super fun ones, but I mean, <laughs> they have a decent amount. Where that on top of like going to like the Toontown, right? Where like the Mickey Mouse House, I mean, like go, there's all the other activities too that he can do as well yeah uh, you know yeah sure you're not gonna be able to go on the roller coasters and whatnot but there's there's an i think that you know pirates of the caribbean um there's the whole what else uh is it, there's some there's some decent rock you you uh, broke up but, oh you know it's just there yeah there's some decent amount of rides that you get between oh. yeah i think i think it's have a good time Okay, that's good to know. It uh, on top of seeing all the characters, you know what I mean, like just walking around and being there. Yeah, definitely. That yeah. So we might do that. It. I just everyone that I've ever talked to, they're like, "Oh my god, it's it's too expensive. Like, don't do it." I'm like, okay. Like, I've never even looked at the price, but I'm like, fuck. I, I mean, 125 bucks a person, like that's expensive. Don't don't get me wrong. That's you know, that's six, seven, eight hundred dollars, but. Actually, no. It's that's not. Well, no, that's. No, I mean, what, what did you say? One twenty-five a person. It's like one twenty-five or one. Obviously, if you just get one day ticket, it's more expensive. Versus, you know, like oh, two days, it's cheap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the more days you get, the the less per day it yeah. becomes. But. Uh, but it. I but, mean, I don't know. Everyone that I've ever talked to about, they're oh yeah, it's stupid expensive. But that doesn't sound yeah. that bad. It, it's exp- yeah, it's expensive, but you know what? I was surprised. Yes, the food was marked up, but it wasn't as bad as some other places you go. Like bottle of soda, you know, is five bucks, or bottle of water is four fifty. But to me, like that's not crazy compared to you go to a, a Kings game and it's like ten bucks. Or yeah, like even the even the meals. Like I, I got a chicken strip meal it was twelve ninety nine. Like that's nothing crazy. Then you go to the, the fast food place, and that's what it costs for three chicken strips and some fries. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah, it's the same price. It, it's yeah, it wasn't. It, so it's not. Yeah, the ticket itself was expensive, but and, and the food is marked up a little bit. But I thought honestly, it was going to be worse. Like yeah. a churro was five bucks. Like that's. I, I feel like it's been that price for a long time. Like five bucks for a churro. Like it's. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, like I no, I was honestly expecting it to be. Seven dollars for the bottle of water, eight dollars for you know, like I was expecting it to be more than what it was. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, 
Because if you go, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's pretty typical price. That's not, yeah, that's not too crazy. No, no. Like I said, I was because of how things have been and everywhere else where you go to fucking Burger King and I legit get a meal and it's freaking $15 like a Burger King. Oh, dude. Yeah. When, when we ta or talk about, I just bought a burrito, like a regular burrito without the meal was six bucks. Yeah. Like, for a Taco Bell burrito. That's super dinky, like super small. So it's like, so you, I mean, it's just California prices. That's just what it is. Like, and even like, it's so weird because California prices are just out. It's just outrageous everywhere. I mean, we went to Carl's Jr. in California, and it was like $58. And it's like two regular meals and a kid's meal. And I'm like, where the fuck did we just go? Did we just sit down at a nice restaurant? Oh, no, we didn't. We went to Carl's Jr. Like, what the fuck? Well, and the, and the, cra the crazy thing is with that, like you could go to Red Robin or go to a Applebee's, a regular restaurant, and it costs the same price. Like, yeah. I can go get a burger at Red Robin for 14 bucks, like, which is, and it's a good burger, not a fucking McDonald's burger. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I agree. Crazy. So what, anyways, enough of our travel talk, what, and bitching about prices, it, uh, which I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Nate, I paid $2.66 a gallon today for fuel. I was pretty excited. Now I'm only getting eight I, miles to the gallon. So, you know, I'm going to burn through that pretty fast, but it, uh, Oh, that's fucking awesome. I just paid 509 for some premium. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God. I'm not looking forward to that. It, um, what, uh, what do you want to talk about this, this week? What, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of just, uh, I've done a lot of driving today, so I'm kind of just whatever. Um, we could talk, we could talk about our travels cause you know, there's some stuff I noticed. Uh, I will say this one thing I noticed, uh, and it's just, you know, it's going to sound pretty, you know, probably offend a lot of people, but there are a lot of fucking fat people. Like I was at Disneyland just looking at, no, I was just looking around. I was like, dude, it, it just like grossed me out when you like, when I would just sit there and look, I'm like, dude, everyone is fucking obese. Like, you know, like besides the, the, the foreigners, right. The, the Europeans are, you know, they're all fucking skinny. And, but then you look around and you're just like every, like every American, so many people, like 80% of the people there, we're fucking overweight. I'm just like, dude, it's, it's all, I, I got into this and I was listening to this. Um, I, I was listening to this guy who was like super big on health and I can't remember his name, but he, so, he pretty much said, real he quick, goes, are you recording? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm recording it. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> 70% of Americans are overweight. 40% are morbidly obese. And he was talking about like, um, and so then I'm like, wait a minute, like, really? that's a lot, like seven out of 10 people are overweight. And I start looking around and I'm like, holy shit. And the region I'm in, it's like 10 out of 10. I, I'm the, I'm the anomaly, you know what I mean? I'm the minority in this, in this group. And dude, it just kind of shocked me and it kind of, it's kind of disappointing. And as I'm like traveling, as we're traveling from Georgia, you know, out West, dude, there is no healthy options at all like it there's unless you're going to cook it yourself unless you're going to go to the grocery store and eat healthy that's the only way like there's no other way like every like i'm sitting right now in a cracker barrel par parking lot which i'm you know just sitting in this parking lot i'm getting fatter for some reason but i'm looking around and i'm like all right there's logan's roadhouse buffalo wild wings uh there's chilies there's a sizzler you know a chick-fil-a a mcdonald's 
you know, uh, an Arby's. And I'm like, there's not, there's not a single healthy thing out there. And it's just shocking to me that as Americans, we have chosen convenience over health because we're just dying. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, and then, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, it's, it's funny because I, I probably shouldn't share this, but my family, we don't have healthcare. Okay. So as, as digital nomads, um, when we, when we left the country, we had healthcare and it was like 84 bucks for full coverage outside the United States and inside the United States, it's like $1,500. And that just eats away at our budget to be able to like travel and do the things we wanted to do. But then I started looking and I'm like, well, if we're just healthy people, like why the hell do we need healthcare? All these fatties do like, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Like on the wave of fat people that's in the United States. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the, like it's there as a good example, like everything, all the convenience or clothes is, is all just fucking terrible food. If you, if you want any, if you want any sort of healthy options, you have to go to a sit down restaurant, which is sometimes inconvenient, you know, because the lines are long or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there are healthy options. It's just you have to make them, right? Like the other, we, Monday we went to the Cheesecake Factory, got a sandwich, and of course everything always comes with fries. I was like, hey, actually, can I get a salad instead of fries? Yeah, cool. It, 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 it definitely takes more work in having to choose to be like, yeah, let me get, instead of the side of fries, let me get a side of a, a salad. Or let me, what are the, the you know, there's, there's chicken. You know, there, there is options. It's just the majority of the options that are thrown out at us that taste better are these unhealthy, you know, for me, I'm trying to put on weight. So I look at him like, okay, what? <laughs> 1500 calories is fucking nothing. Like I just, I, I posted that I walked both days. I walked nine miles, uh, you know, walking around Disneyland, walking everywhere. So I'm like, I, I probably, I burned probably 3000 calories each day. So like eating crap, it just, you know, I'm burning it off. Like it just, it's, it is what it is. I probably lost weight, uh, going on vacation where most people probably put on weight when they, go on vacation for four days. Um, but it, it is, it's, we have as a nation, as a country, as whatever you want to call it. Um, we do definitely choose convenience over health. You know, we choose stuff that tastes better over, you know, maybe something that doesn't taste quite as good. That's going to be better for you. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, it's just everywhere, no matter where you go. Well, and, but why, like, why has it gotten to this point? Is it just marketing? Cause dude, it's not, it's not like you look at the, like I, again, I spent several months out of the country and lost weight eating like shit. Now I was also training for an ultra marathon, but my wife ate pretty much the same pattern and lost weight. And dude, I think it has a lot to do with the way we prepare food and everything. Like as we've been on this journey, like just seems like everything's fucking fried. You know what I mean? Like it, and it's fried and shit that's not good for you. Canola oil, seed oil, like these are all things that are really bad for you. And it's just, dude, it's just shocking. And it's a little disappointing to be, to be quite honest with you. But I think there's a great opportunity here. Like, I think there's a great opportunity um, in the weight loss like realm because I think at some point in time, people are going to realize like, it, dude, it's just so expensive to be fat. And it's and that, it's weird to say that, but it, because it's it's really easy to be convenient, and but it's 
it's expensive to be fat. Like your your joints and you can't experience life anymore. Like it's it was funny. We we went to this um, we went to this Civil War um, memorial, not memorial, but it, it it was a Civil War battlefield. It was one of the most iconic signature Civil War battlefields uh, in Mississippi, and we were <laughs> we were on this like driving tour. And along with this driving tour, like we're hauling our travel trailer and our, you know, we're driving our truck and then there's these buses and I'm like, Oh, like what, what the hell are these buses? And it's like these riverboat cruise, right? It's this big, fancy, expensive cruise. And they essentially drop these people off at the dock. They get on these, you know, riverboat cruise bus and then they get to have this tour and it's just filled with old people, like really old people. Like it's it's one of those cruises that aren't doing body shots and you know drinking till two or three in the morning. It's it's one of those cruises that you know warm warm milk and cookie you know and, and bedtime seven thirty type cruise. But I realized that when I'm looking at all these people, like there are no fat old people. There's just no there's just no morbidly obese old people, and it just it. And it's and the reason why there isn't is because they're all dead, or they couldn't afford to go on this cruise. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely. And I mean, we can go. Why you know talking about even how expensive it is, right? Like once you're an adult, like if you you your clothes last a lot longer, right? Like you don't have to necessarily buy pants and like I don't know, I got shirts and you know stuff just because. I, the same size. I fit into the same thing for the past 10 years, um, relatively speaking. But you want to talk about costs? Like, yeah, if you're putting on weight constantly, right? You're constantly having to buy new jeans, constantly having to buy new shirts, constantly having to buy new sweatshirts, jackets, like all this stuff on top of, like we were talking about the medical medical stuff, on top of, you know, whatever else that, that the cost of being overweight and unhealthy. Um, and, and you're right. It does, it goes back to stuff fried. On top of, you know, these other countries, too, they don't allow a lot of the stuff that's in our food. You know, they, they ban these things, these uh, some chemicals where they put in that that literally, you know, is, is addictive, right? Like freaking a Mc, it, I, McDonald's or bur- whatever burger tastes good with a, a, a Coke, a soda, right? Like it just does. There's so much sodium. There's so much whatever else they put in there that it, you just it all has to go together in the fries. And like it just it all they've worked on it so much that you just it all tastes so good and then you want more of it and but a lot of that stuff you know in the kids cereal or there's all the stuff that we allow here in the country uh that these other countries don't allow in their food which you know you went to bali and you were able to eat whatever you want like you said you were losing weight or your wife's losing weight and you guys are just eating whatever you want and and there's numerous people that have gone to Europe or, or they've documented like that they've been doing that, like pasta and, and all this stuff that we hear like, Oh no, that's bad for you. But he's like, and they're like, Oh, I've been losing weight. And I've been eating like crap, eating bread, eating all this stuff for the past two weeks, three weeks. And I'm actually losing weight. Like what's going on with that? So it, uh, a, a lot of it does have to do with the, the, the crap that is in our food uh, and the convenience of this crap that we eat and it's cheap and it's quick and we're always on the go and we're, um, it's just how it is, you know, and, and there are a lot of simple things that people can do, uh, as far as cooking your own food and, and alternatives, but you know, that takes work and effort and, and most people don't want to do that. Well, I, and I also think it has something to do with our, our history. I mean, for hundreds of and thousands of years, the, the things that we consume today 
were not in abundance. I mean, I'm talking about salt and sugar and some of these chemicals that are now pumped into our foods. I, th- I think it's highly addictive. Like, trust me, like a, a thing of stacks I can crush in, in no, in one sitting, you know, a thousand calories and it's just soaked in sodium and oil. And it's cause it tastes incredibly good. And the alternative is like, well, I could have a salad, but that doesn't taste very good. But at the same time, I think if you eliminate some of those those like super addictive foods that we now have in abundance and you get back to more of the natural stuff, like it tastes way better. Oh my god, it tastes way better. Like a or like a real strawberry, a, like a really good salad that's got like a real tomato in it. Dude, it's just made different and tastes so good and it's so naturally sweet. Plus, it provides you with better energy. Like, as I'm training for another ultra marathon, like, I'm looking at food sources as my fuel. And I got to be able to sustain, you know, an endurance race, you know, and I'm not going to pump myself full of crap. And I think it's, I don't know. through, Through our travels, I've realized that us Americans have a huge problem. And I think, I I think there's going to be some things here in the near future that's going to change that. And one of the things that I, I discovered was what's that drug that people are, the rich and famous people are taking. It's a diabetic drug. It's not metformin, but it's uh, crap. What is it? You inject it. It's uh, insulin. No, it's not insulin. It's um, I totally forgot what it's called. Um, See, anyways, I can't remember. Anyways, it's injectable. It's like $1,400 for a non-prescription. That's how much it costs. But you can get this shit in Mexico for 300 bucks for like a 30-day dose, and it absolutely knocks out all cravings. So, like, it, like, has changed people, like, like physically. like And, and guys who have been on is, like, the one guy who comes – two guys that come to mind is, like, Elon Musk and then Jeff Bezos – and uh, the name of the drug will come to me. It's you, you can buy it. You can buy it over the counter, but it's super expensive. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be the future where we're now going to be injecting things into us that destroys that craving. And I think it's a, I think there's a real opportunity right there. Um, if someone wanted to get into that space to be able to crush, because I'm realizing that the people who are fat, they don't really want to be fat. Like, I know you see these plus size models and stuff. That's not what people want. I can promise you that. Trust me. It just shows fat people dressed in stretchy clothing that's not meant to be on stretch. You know, it's just spandex ain't supposed to spandex that much. And I, I don't know. I, I think I think if you ask anyone, like, with a real weight problem, I think it comes down to, a, you know, changing that, like, mental state. And I don't know why I have – I mean, I can be a huge fat ass. Trust me. But it's just – at least for me, Nate, and I don't know about you, but I want to look in the mirror naked and I want to look good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look in the mirror and go, where's my junk? No, no, no. I, I want it, you know, fully presentable. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, and, you know, disclaimer, I haven't ever, I have not struggled with my weight in, in that sense. I struggle with the, the opposite. And in which it's a struggle too. Like, uh, putting on weight. It, it <laughs> That's really, not a struggle, Nate. It, no, it, it is. It, <laughs> Just it's, stop it's going struggle. to the gym. It's it's the same difference, you know, both ways, right? Like people who lose weight, people there is a struggle too. You know, I do have a high a higher metabolism still, even even at my age, at thirty four. Um, that you know, I 
can eat six, seven meals a day, uh, you know, take in 3000 calories, maybe even plus and, and not, you know, not move the scale. Uh, so it, you know, so, you know, I, I'm speaking from that end, but it's, and, and you're right though, but a lot of it does come down to on both sides, just discipline, right? It, it's, yeah, it's easy to grab that soda, but you know, how, how, and it's a lot harder to drink water instead, or, you know, choose the healthier food options to choose to, Hey, I'm going to spend 30 minutes walking today or, or go to the gym or all these things. Right. I mean, it's easy to, to choose the, the alternatives, which is staying home and, and watching Netflix, eating the unhealthy food, whatever it is, right. The convenience convenience is easy. And it's one of those things that, you know, as a whole, you know, people need to get back to being, you know, the best versions of themselves, you know, like, look, I'm going to, you know, make for one, I guess, making the decision first, like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to change this, you know, wanting to change, right. You can't, we can talk, you can talk to someone until you're blue in the face. And if they don't want to change, if they don't want to put in the work, if they don't want to make the, the choices, it's not going to, it doesn't matter how much you tell them that, Hey, look, this is better for you. You can, you know, like you said, don't you want to look good, you know, naked, look good with your shirt off. Do you want, you know, do these things like, and, you know, people will say, oh, no, it doesn't matter. But deep down, of course it matters. Like, who doesn't? I, I don't know. I fucking be walking around with my shirt off just because, just because I can. And it's it's one of those things that it comes down to, you know, a personal decision, personal choice to want to be better. Well, and it, I mean, I think a lot of Americans want the the 30-day fix. I mean, the... The, the shock your stomach till you get a six pack of abs while you're eating Doritos, you know, on the couch. Like people are looking for the quick answer. And when it comes to being healthy, like it's not, it's not about the quick answer. It's literally making good decisions often. And I think just making good decisions in the sense of like, I'm not going to eat out. And I'm not saying don't eat out ever. I'm just saying like, you know, when you're hungry you know, at three in the afternoon, don't roll through the drive-thru and get it, you know, a, three McChickens. I'm talking about, you know, and, and I, I always joke about this, but, <coughs> um, my, uh, my son is a snacker, right? He's constantly hungry. And I was like, man, he's eating a lot. And my wife looks at me and she goes, yeah, he's growing. And I go, well, if I eat like him, like I would be growing too in my stomach. Oh my gosh. Like this. So I, I, I figured out, I'm like, listen, Okay, fat JC, when you think you're hungry and you want a little snack, knock it off because you're not four years old. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not a little kid. You don't need snack time. Okay. You don't need that many calories. You don't need to suck down, you know, a thing of stacks. And I think it's one of those things that it's just, you know, you, you can talk, you know, you can talk to people and people have come to me. They're like, all right, how do I lose some weight? And I'm like, all right, um, you're only going to eat meat and, 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 uh, and fruit for the next 60 days. And they're like, eh, I don't, uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I like to have, you know, toast in the morning and milk and sugar in my coffee. And I'm like, all right, well then you don't want to change. And they're like, well, no, I want to lose weight. And I'm like, all right, well diet, diet is like 90% of like weight loss. And the other 10% is like working out and, and burning more calories. Well, okay. So say I did this, you know, say I stuck to your diet then what should I do workout wise? I go, I don't know. Um, walk out the door and walk as far as you can and turn around and walk back. But you know, I, I want to get stronger and I'm like, well, it, you're, you're plenty strong right now. Like you're, you're carrying around 
40 or 50 extra pounds with you. Go to the gym, lift up a 45-pound weight. That's what you're carrying around your midsection. And it just shocks people. They're like, no, no. And I'm like, you know, and they're like, well, I can't walk that far because my knees. I go, well, yeah, because your stomach is ginormous. Like, what are you doing? And I think people are just people are just lazy, man. It just it, it cracks me up that people just want the, the quick fix. Well, there is no quick fix. I mean, there that's the whole premise of what we talk about, right? Like there is nothing as easy. There's no quick fix. There's no magic formula. It's you need to burn more calories than you take in every day, right? Burn 2,500 calories a day, only 2,000 calories a day. And you need to be at a deficit to lose weight. It's, it's, it's a simple, simple formula, but it's a, it's a hard formula to stick to. And, and right, like, hey, uh, what exercise do I do? I don't know, just walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day. Uh, you know, there's all that. I mean, that's the most simplest form of like exercise walk for 30, 45 minutes and eat less. You're going to lose weight. Like it's, it's as simple as that. But like you said, people don't want to give up. They don't want to give up their, their foods there. It's it's just, it's a simple discipline. All it is, is, is how can we build more discipline? No matter what it is, are we trying to get stronger? Are we trying to put on weight? Are we trying to lose weight? Are we trying to be better at our job, whatever it is, it really comes down to just discipline. Like you're going to do the work that needs to be done, even if you don't want to do it. And you, that's the choice you got to make. Am I going to do the work or not? And if I'm going to do the work, then I'm going to see the results and then I'm going to be happy. If I'm not going to do the work, I'm going to be miserable. And I know I'm not, I'm not doing the work. So I'm going to feel bad about myself. And it's, it's really that simple. It's not a complicated formula. People love to complicate it though. And, and, like you said, they'll ask questions and you'll tell them, like, oh, well, you know, just like, you know, you, people, JC, how'd you retire? Oh, this, this, and that. Oh, well, I, I can't do that. Right. Everyone always has a reason why they can't do it. Like you, it's you, you can do it or I can do it or we all can do it, but everyone always has a reason why they can't. I can't, I can't give up that. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta drink my coffee every morning with, like you said, with the sugar and the, and the milk or I gotta, I gotta eat, uh, do that or I can't, you know, I can't give that up. Well, it just, dude, it's, it's, I would suggest anyone that's on a, on a path of, of wanting to actually change is I would tell them to read a, a very simple book. It's not very long and it will immediately change your life drastically. It's called the compound effect and it's about making small choices daily. And those decisions are, they just compound. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that like, I, I look at, you know, how I, I, I literally lost 20 pounds this year. Okay. I went from 185 to 165. And people ask me, they're like, how'd you do it? I go, I ran 950 miles and I didn't change a single thing in my diet. And they're like, yeah, what? And I'm like, well, you wanted my answer. I'm, you know, if you want to eat everything you normally eat, just burn 6,000 calories on Saturday and Sunday and you will, you won't gain any weight. Like you'll lose weight. People are like, you're nuts. And I'm like, yeah. Or you could just cut out, you know, 250 calories a day, uh, 200 calories a day and walk, you know, uh, you know, half, three quarters of a mile every day for the next, you know, couple of years and you'll lose the same amount of weight. You just got to be patient. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta work on that little word called endurance. You know, these things take a long time, especially when you've, 
when you've implemented some of these bad decisions. Um, so that would be one of my recommendations. But, Nate, let's get off the fat train, okay? It, people have already canceled us. We're already <laughs> – we're literally – we're ranking so low on the podcast charts because we called people fat. But you're right, though, dude. It's it's one of those hot topics that you, you look around the United States and it's really sad. And I feel bad um, – I feel bad, not not for the people who have, you know, have made the decisions. I feel bad for the fucking kids, man. It's, when I look at parents and they're not able to keep up with their, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old and just shocking to me. Like, it, dude, we were at the, we were at this water park uh, over, you know, we were camping at this one particular RV park and we, they had a water park there and I'm running up and down the stairs with Chase and I'm, I'm sliding down the slides and we're racing and we're having fun and, you know, I'm looking around at the other adults and it's like, you know, you got the, the typical dads with their shirts on, you know, and they climb two flights of stairs and they're huffing and puffing and they're not able to go down the water slide. You know what I mean? Because when they do, they make the damn thing shake like there's a damn earthquake. And I just, I do, I feel really bad for the kids that their parents are implementing these horrible decisions. They're going to make like just horrible food habits, horrible workout habits. And then they're just going to, you know, they're going to find the excuse. Oh, well, you know, McDonald's is trying to kill us or whatever. And it's like, no, it's cook a meal. You know what I mean? It's like you can, you can grocery shop, you know, on any budget and, and eat relatively healthy. And, and even that more so, cause it goes across for all, all kinds of different things. And, and make you choose you made the choice to go to McDonald's. You made the choice to go to whatever insert name of, of place. Okay, fine. You went to the place. You chose to get that meal, not this meal. You know, you chose to drink that drink, not this drink. You know, it, it's all, all in the decisions that you're making. And, and like you said, the compound effect, the daily things, what are you doing daily? You did not build that, build yourself to, to where you are in one day, right? It's, day after day after day after day of making decisions and and it's it's it just comes down to everything what we talk about just taking action making those those good decisions right like what do you put it in your body mentally are you reading uh a nonfiction book every day are you uh are you exercising are you drinking enough water are you eating health like there's just we can just keep going on and on and and but it, it what decisions are you making and yeah when, when you and and i we are the first to admit I am stressed about it that I will get my kids because they want it, right? They want, Dad, can we have McDonald's? Dad, can we have Burger King? Dad, can we have, insert this place? And, and you know, like I I try and, and eat good for, or get them good food, but it's hard because, you know, they they want it. And, and they don't understand. It's like, like, no, can't have McDonald's every day. Why not? Like, it's good for it. Like, we like it. We You know, they, they don't understand. But, and it's, as a parent, though, you know, you got to try and make those decisions. You got to limit it as much as you can, even though it's easy, it's convenient. I don't got to cook. I just go through the drive-through, pay the 10, 15 bucks and boom, they, they have a meal and I don't got to worry about it. But it is, it, it's decisions across the board and, and those habits that we need to instill in our, in our future and, and, and lead by example and be that example. So, uh, others can, you know, see it and, and want to do it as well. So is there anyone top of mind that you might point someone to in, in, in trying to better themselves? Like, is there someone that you could think of that, you know, could help them through that journey? I, I mean, they're shameless plug, like, Nate. That's you. It's you, buddy. I'm talking about you. 
Oh man, you know what? See that that's how, that's how you know what you're right. I need to be less humble, less whatever, and 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 I was just thinking, hey, yeah, dude, I can punch you a bunch of employers. But yes, right? Like between you know, you know what to do. I know what to do. I want to help people. I'm sure you you want to help people as well. Um, it's just we are here to help. That's why we have this podcast. We want to help uh, as much as we can. So we dedicate an hour every week or, or 45 minutes, whatever long it takes to do this podcast to help to be there. Um, you know, we, we are here to help you follow me on social media at Nate Alva, uh, go to my uh, website, alvasolutions.net. I mean, there's, I know you are here to help people as well, JC, whether they want to retire early or just learn how to run a hundred miles and what you got to do to, to accomplish that, which I do not know. Uh, so don't ask me about that. Okay. I, I will run, but I hate running, but it's no, no, no. You, no one needs to listen to my advice. Okay. I'm, I'm the asshole. Okay. In this group. And I understand that. Okay. When people ask me, how do you lose 20 pounds? I go run 950 miles. We were like, you're an idiot. I go, I know But that's, that was my solution. I am not the guy that you need to follow or, or take advice from. Cause I am the extreme. I'm the, I'm the 30 day fix. Okay, I'm currently training for an ultra marathon with less than 10 weeks to train for it. That's not ideal. Okay, I it's I'm putting myself in great risk. Okay, don't don't listen to me. Listen to Nate. Nate is a consistent guy. He's the one who could have rode, you know, co- compound effect or compound. What, what what book did I suggest? Compound choices or whatever. Um, yeah. It's. Because in reality, I, I'm going to put you through some shit. I'm going to put you through a boot camp. All right, that's what we're going to do. You're going to you're going to learn a lot. You're going to lose a lot of weight. Okay, you're going to feel good about yourself, but you're going to have like broken bones and shit. Oh, I mean, and and just to say, I'm extreme too. I don't think I'm extreme. I've been told I'm extreme uh, because I do work out every day because of what I do eat or or you know or drinking a bunch of water or. Any name what some of the things that I do and, and how I live my life. And I have been told I'm extreme, uh, even on vacation, right? I went to the gym still, whether it was first thing in the morning or yesterday after walking 27,000 steps or whatever it was and nine miles at Disneyland, uh, I still went to the gym after that and worked out. And, you know, which most people would consider extreme. You're like, you're on vacation, you're in LA, what do you, you you're, you're working, going to the gym. Uh, that's, you know, that you've never been to, you know, like, I don't know. That's just like part of my thing. And like, yes, I know I'm in eight hours away from home and yes, I'm still going to go to the gym and work that in, even though I'm on vacation. Like, and people will, will think that's extreme. Like, Hey, it's two days off. Wait, take, take, take those days off. No, uh, I'm not, I'm going to be disciplined and, and still do what I got to do. Well, and it, because Nate, like how good do you feel when you get done with that workout? Oh, I feel excellent. I mean, it's, it's great. Like knowing that I, that I, that no one would, or I'll say this 99.9% of people will not even question if I was like, Oh dude, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to the gym. I was, I was at Disneyland. Oh dude. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck that. Why would you go to the gym? Like <laughs> every, everyone would be like, that's a, that's a normal decision, but no, I'm fucking extreme and I am happy to be extreme. I like being extreme. I like telling people, yeah, I still flew into the fucking gym, even though I was in LA and like, Oh shit. Like, or whatever it is, I don't, I don't name the thing that I do, but it, there is something to be said about doing that. I'm proud of it. Um, and, or, or the things I do, I, I didn't win my days though. There was some stuff I didn't do for whatever reason, cause I was tired and I just either forgot about it. Uh, I think one day I didn't read and then yesterday or no, I didn't read and do some other thing, but fuck, I still like, 
my core thing was still going to the gym, so I made sure I did that. Well, and, and but I, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things that, like, a couple weeks ago we talked about this. Like, if you if you miss a day, okay, you, it's not a failure, okay? An ultimate goal is, is every, you know, daily. But at the same time, like, I'm sure, you know, a couple days from now, you're going to make that, you're going to make up those those missed days. And it, it's, that, I mean, don't get down on yourself about that. I mean, it's it's the way, like, it's the way you perceive life, Nate, is and, and the way you go about it is just it very it's it's inspirational. And I got a quote from you from this book I'm reading right now, okay? It's called the compound effect, right? I, I screwed it up this last time I said it. But this and I this this quote really resonated me resonated with me because A, I have a child. So it it made it made everything very clear. And this is and this is what the book said. It said the day you graduate from childhood to adulthood is the day you take full responsibility for your life. That's all I got. <laughs> that's uh, all I got. It, it's it. It's true. I mean, it's a true. It's a it's a true statement. And, and that's. I mean, I think that's it, it. What boils down to being an adult, right? Like in in the most simplest terms, is that means you are responsible for your decisions. You are responsible now, right? Like your your parents. It's not their job to make sure you get to school anymore or make sure you get to work on time or did you eat or like it just whatever it is, right? Because an adult is literally you are not responsible for your decisions. Like that's it, you know? And um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's will affect your outcome or affect where you are. And, and most people don't want to admit it or, you know, they want to blame like you said, blame McDonald's for them or blame, blame X, Y, and Z for where they are instead of saying, no, you, you are where you are because of the decisions you're made. Uh, I am where I am and things happen to me, you know, as much as I want to say it was other people's fault. I, I'm divorced because of the decisions I was making. I'm, uh, whatever else, because of the decisions I was making, I was not being the best person I should have been for certain things and, and shit happens. So you, you know, you can either blame everyone else or you can take responsibility for the decisions you made. Well, and it's another quote out of this book. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm reading out of this new Bible of mine, but <laughs> it's uh, the biggest difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that successful people are willing to do what unsuccessful people are not. And dude, it just, good God, I, I recommend anyone reading this book right now because if, if you're really, if you're struggling with certain things in your life and things that, you know, you feel like are out of control, Dude, just look at this. Just look at the successful person, either the person at the gym or your job or, you know, you know, the person on the Internet and just do what they do. And it's really simple. Like, it's it's funny when I was I was uh, when I started training for my first ultra marathon. What did I do? I went and found someone who had done it, who had built a schedule out to, to train for it. And then I just followed the guide. And it's you know, I was unsuccessful in that venture, you know. What, who did I turn to, you know, to, to train for my next one? I didn't train for that. You know, I didn't, I didn't turn to that person because clearly that one didn't work. So I turned to David Goggins and David Goggins says, get your ass up, you know, be hard and run really, really far and quit bitching about it and keep, you know, quit complaining about it. And it just, it comes down to a certain point in your life where you're just like, things have got to change and they got to change now. And the best time to make that change 
is right away. And it feels amazing. When I, when I get up in the morning and I do my little morning routine and I go out and I run whatever, whatever the schedule says I need to run and I come back, I'm a better person. And it's crazy how much, you know, you, you can work on yourself and you can improve your, your physical and mental health. How much, how much more fun it is, how much more fun life is, especially to be around. I mean, my wife's like, can you please go run, please? Like, you're so much better. Like you, you come back with all this positivity and this, all this energy. And it's just, it's one of those things that I think, you know, a lot of people can learn from. And if you do want to start running, I'm looking for a running partner. Okay. I might be in San Jose at the end of the year. Okay. December 31st. Okay. Great, great time to kick off a New Year's resolution and run a hundred miles with me. Okay. The invitation's open to anyone. Okay. I, I, I haven't gotten a lot of takers. I've asked a few and people are like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, well, how do you want to start your year? You know, for me, I want to start it, you know, completing something incredibly challenging and that's the goal. And if I fail, well, I didn't train hard enough or I didn't, you know, I didn't make the proper choices. I drank too many diet sodas or, you know, I ran in the wrong distance or the wrong area or whatever, but presenting yourself with those opportunities to be successful, I think is, is kind of a magic bullet. It's almost like an, you know, it's, it, it really does make everything pay off. Definitely. And, and I think the biggest thing, um, uh, now I forgot my lost my train of thought, but it, it, like you're saying, Hey, I tried to do something like this person did. It didn't work. Let me find this other person. Right. And, and, and this is how I need to do it. And it's, Oh, I, sorry. I was going back to the work thing too, because you had mentioned it. Sorry. I'm all over the place right now, but it, 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 with people's careers too, it's the same thing, right? People don't want to do what is required. And, and when you tell them, Hey, this is what you need to do to get that promotion or to do, be better at your job and, and make more money or whatever it is. Um, sometimes they're, they don't want to do it for whatever reason. And it, it just comes down to a simple decision of, Hey, this is what I need to do. And you know, I'm going to do it. And most people don't want to do that because it's too hard or, or they make some sort of excuse. So what's your one actual tip, you know, for the audience and then we'll get out of here. Uh, do hard shit. <laughs> I love it. My, my actual tip for you to, to end this week's podcast is do something that scares the living shit out of you and see how it makes you feel when you've accomplished it. Because I think you're going to be shocked at the end result. And whatever that fear is, what maybe it's maybe it's swimming in cold water, or maybe it's you know eating a, you know ordering a salad with your buddies you know at the at the bar or, you know whatever it is like, just just take on one of those fears that you internally like have really questioned and like avoided your entire life. If you take on one of those fears this week and you overcome it, your outlook on life is going to be remarkable. And also, with that being said, if you made it to this far of the show. Uh, please like, subscribe, leave a review, comment, share the show. Uh, the only way we can grow the show and get and help more people is uh, by growing it with your help. Uh, and I know we don't plug ourselves enough. We always forget to do it. So I always got to try and remember, remember to do it. Uh, but yeah, please, we appreciate uh, any feedback. Follow us on social media. Uh, check us out. Uh, we want to help. Till next time. Take some action. Cheers, brother. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours.